Hello and welcome to Succeed Through Speaking, the place for experts and entrepreneurs who want high-value ideas to boost business results. Hello, I'm Tom Bailey, and in today's episode, we'll be getting to know Penny Mallory, who is a former rally champion and now a leading authority on mental toughness. Penny is a TEDx speaker and delivers keynotes, webinars, workshops, and coaching to help individuals, teams, and organizations to develop their confidence, commitment, focus, and determination. So Penny, hello, and a very warm welcome to today's episode. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much. And just out of interest, again, for me and the listeners, whereabouts in the world are you right now? I'm in the Cotswolds, which is very beautiful. Awesome. Thank you so much. Now, one of the topics we like to talk about on this podcast is this concept of public speaking, why it's so important, and some of the journeys that some of the guests have been on with public speaking and presentation skills. So I guess my first question is, were you always a confident speaker or were there shaky beginnings at the at the beginning? Um, no, I absolutely was not a confident speaker. I had presented TV programs for about 15 years. So I was used to talking to a camera, but that's one thing. And a live audience is something quite different. And when I first started speaking, I was a complete bag of nerves. 15 years of speaking, pretty much. And I'm still a bag of nerves, if I'm honest. I still get really nervous at, for every speech. I'm quite a shy person. And it's I have to really push myself to do it. Once I start, I'm fine. But I still get nervous every single time I speak. And it's really interesting you talk about mental toughness. And I think there's quite a lot of correlation there with, with what we talk about when it comes to the importance of mental toughness and when it comes to public speaking as well. How important do you think mental toughness is when you're trying to stand up and speak in front of a large audience? Well, it's critical. Um there's four elements to mental toughness and one of them is confidence and of course you have to have a degree of confidence but that's I I can um I've, I've developed mental toughness over over the years through all sorts of things and one of them is having the confidence to speak on stage so although I get nervous I know that I know what I'm talking about and so I have confidence in my ability to communicate it and so obviously you know that that confidence rises but I never take it for granted. So I'm always worried this is the gig that might not go so well. So I think that's where the nerves come from. But in terms of confidence in the content and what I can communicate and that I can actually land something really useful with the audience, I, I have a high level of confidence in that. I love the way you've described that because we talk with our audience a lot about confidence comes from competence. And, and that effectively to what you're saying um, means you can develop it and you can become more confident through becoming more competent. And in the case of public speaking, it's getting to know your content, becoming an expert, being able to answer those questions. So yeah, that, that's really important. And, and competence comes from practice. So yeah, the, yeah. Better, the more you do something, the better you get. Absolutely. And you mentioned there are four parts of mental toughness. It'd be interesting to find out what those other three are as well. Okay, so there's control, which is the sense of control you have over your life and your emotions. Uh, there's challenge, which is your ability to see every challenge that you face as an opportunity rather than a setback. And there is commitment, which is your ability to set a task and complete a task. And lots of people don't do things fully committed. So mentally tough people feel in control. They see challenges as opportunities. They're fully committed and they are confident. Amazing. And who are the people you typically 
work with? Who are your ideal clients or who's the audience you typically help? Um, I'm so lucky that I have, I'm not sector specific. So I can right. talk to a finance company, to a bank, to an IT company, to the NHS, to honestly, it, it is so wide ranging because really what I'm talking about is you as a person. So it doesn't matter what your job is, what your industry is, what your sector is. I am going to touch lots of nerves with your personal and professional life, despite your role or status. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Makes sense. And one thing I really didn't go into enough detail in the bio introduction was the fact that you were the first and only woman in the world to drive a world rally car for Ford. Has a lot of your mental toughness come from from that or have you had to develop it after being a rally driver? Yes. So when you introduced me, you said I was a world champion. I wasn't a world champion, but I was the first woman in the world to drive um, this particular car. And if I don't know if you have any experience in motorsport, but it's a, it's a tough game, and you do it's not an easy ride. And I had to develop massive mental toughness. I didn't know what that's what I was doing mm. years later when I discovered you know the, what mental toughness is. Um, but yeah, I mean, you have setbacks every day. You have crashes, and you have teams leaving, and teams wanting you, and sponsors pulling out. You have to learn to bounce back very quickly from every setback. And so without me realizing, I was developing enormous mental toughness. And of course, when you're driving, you've got to be fully committed. You've got to be confident. Um, it, it applies, you know, inside the car as well as outside of the car. Yeah, really, really, really important. And, and lots of lessons that you've learned from there, I'm sure, can be applied into business as well. Yeah. Um, because, again, we're talking a lot about public speaking and presenting skills. I know you've done a TEDx talk, um, but you've also delivered facilitated workshops as well. For those people that want to do a TEDx talk or even a TED talk one day, and what are the kind of core skill? What's different about a TEDx talk that you'd really like to share with the audience? Yeah, and that's such a good question because um, when I was invited, which you have to be, um, you have to be invited to talk, and I thought, heck, how am I going to get my forty-five minute down to eighteen? Mm. That's, I've got to leave out so much stuff, and it's really yeah. important. So I think it's having um, a really clear message i think it's very easy to sort of cover lots of things but um having one message that you want to land with the audience i think is the answer um if you can if you can define what the one message is that you want to convey and then your your talk can come from that but it's got to have a beautiful structure it's got to make sense it's got to it's got to have some ups and some you know some some highs and lows it's got to have um it's got to have lots of elements of a short story um but the viewer at the end has got to be in no doubt whatsoever what the message was. Yeah, I think that's really important. And it's a great skill to be able to condense. Yeah. Um, but also important because I think we've, we've heard a lot about um, people's attention spans are, are, are decreasing and people just want the, the key takeaways, really. So if you can do that, um, I think that's a really critical skill because maybe gone are the days when someone can sit down and listen to somebody talk at them for two three hours without getting distracted by social media and everything else yeah. so yeah really really important skill um now with our audience with this podcast we talk to people at both ends of the scale from petrified of public speaking yeah can't can't see themselves ever doing it to at the other end people who are speaking but can't wait to get paid to speak they're trying to figure out a way to monetize it so let's go to the start of the scale and, and talk about those people who are petrified they can't see themselves ever doing it, but, but really want to mm-hmm. what advice would you give either to a young penny or to somebody just starting out okay so if I if I knew now what I knew when I started 
I'd have had a different and faster track to my speaking career. So I think there is only one answer to this and you have to have a great speech. Um, yeah. You're only going to get booked again if your speech was good. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only charge decent money if your speech is good. And I think that's that's the difficulty when you start is that you don't know what's good until yeah. you've done it lots of times and worked out. And so it's almost inevitable you will have a rocky start because you're unlikely to get it bang on at the beginning. Mm. And again, having a very clear message, it's got to have, you know, ideally a bit of humour, a bit of, uh, you know, keeping people on the edge of their seats, uh, some unexpected stuff. It's got to have all those elements. And that does take years to develop. But having the clear message, just as with a TEDx, is, I think, super important. You've got to be a confident speaker, because if you're not if at least you've got to look confident because mm-hmm. the, the audience aren't going to trust you if you look nervous and you're talking yeah. quickly. You've got to instill a sense of I'm an expert. I've got something I can share with you. So to not appear nervous, I think, is super important. Um, and if you're good, you will get booked again. Yeah. And you are only going to get good by doing it many, many, many times. Um, and, you know, I, I've been speak. I think my first speech was sort of 15 years ago. I now speak three times a week, probably mm. maybe sometimes more. Um, and I, like I say, I still get nervous because I want to get it right. It's really important to me that everyone I do lands the message and that the audience gets something from it. But it's practice, practice, practice. And and a lot of speakers tell me that there's there's almost a snowball effect here. It's, it's, if you deliver a great talk, there's going to be someone in that audience who wants to book you to to speak Correct. at their event or for their corporate. So yeah, the importance of preparation, putting the time and effort in will pay dividends. In, in the, the, more, the more you speak, the more you will speak because yeah. every audience, if your speech is good, somebody in that audience will either go home and tell a husband or wife or they'll want it for their organisation. It it does snowball. It's absolutely true. Do you, um, how do I say this? Do you stay in your lane when you're talking? So do you, do you stick to mental toughness and that's what you talk about or, or have you veered outside of that at all? Um, I've, this is one thing I've learned, which is be an expert in your subject and stick to your subject because there's yeah. other people that will be experts in other stuff. I'm yeah. very, very niche yeah. and very finely focused on mental toughness. Yeah. It's a great talk. I'm proud of it. It, has, it, it resonates. I get great feedback. And I, I know what works and I'm going to stick for now with what works, particularly with the world in such a, you know, so much crisis left, right and centre. So my subject right now is very um, timely. But, yeah, I stick to what I know because that's what I'm an expert in. Um, and I try and keep it absolutely in that lane. And and, and the reason I ask that question, because I speak to a lot of different speakers and the best ones always tell me they've just they've found their lane, they've found their topic it's niched down to a point whereby there is competition, but because they're staying in there and they're consistent and they keep telling that story over and over again, um, they're developing their own authority within their lane. And I think it's confusing for an audience. If I say I'm Mm. a leading authority in mental toughness, I start talking about something else. Well, Mm. why? Because I've been for that. So I think really important to be clear about your subject and keep your talk to that subject. Perfect. One more question I have, because a lot of people ask me this and, and other people as well, is what's the tipping point between doing free talks and, you know, begging for, for talks to actually getting paid to talk? So you get booked as a keynote speaker. What, what's the, is it a mental change? Is it a, an external change? What, what is it? It's always a tricky one. So I've done free gigs in the past. They've never, ever once paid paid off. You know, um, 
you know, you're invited, you know, it's going to be an amazing audience. They're all going to book you. Well, it's never, ever, ever happened. So I, I completely refuse to do free gigs mm. now. I don't need to. I don't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. Um, I just don't do it. But it's take, it took me years and years and years to turn them away because I thought maybe I'm missing an opportunity mm. and maybe, 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 and maybe never happened. So I just don't now. But I did. And I think yeah. it is important at the beginning that you probably do because that's how you're going to get your practice. Yeah. Um, and being able to refine your talk. So I think at the beginning, 100% do it, you know, and you can creep the fee up, 500 quid, whatever, 1,000 pounds, um, until you feel really confident. And then hopefully you're in a position where you're going to get booked more anyway because you're good, and then your fee will naturally rise. Yeah, I love that. One final question um, before I let you go is, the world has changed or had changed significantly due to the global pandemic with public speaking conferences closing down for about one or two years how did you have to transition during that period and have you learned anything which you've now taken forward so when covid hit every single job i had was cancelled i had no work no income and um yeah i I was thinking what the hell am i going to do as i'm sure of many many other people were um when people suggested virtual conferences, I thought that will never work. Um, and of course, I do them all the time now. Yeah. So I learned very quickly um, what camera, what microphone to get a decent background yeah. um, to just to get the technical stuff working really well, because it then it looks makes me look more professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I just slightly reworked my talk to work online and I can do it with interaction. I can do it with q and I can do it all sorts of ways now. Um, it was a, a steep learning curve and, and the technology makes me so nervous. Mm. I'm a speaker. I'm not yeah. an IT person. So that's that's the bit that sort of catches it still catches me out, you know, when the, the line goes and you just drop out of the call and it's horrendous. Unfortunately, um, there's not not much we can do about that. Um, so yeah, I think the tech side of it was a massive learning curve. Lots of tweaks with the speech, and now my virtual one, I'm still I'm very proud of. So yeah, I think for everyone, it's been a bit of a, a new experience. Yeah, and I think you are right. It's really important to get get a handle on the tech, unless you can afford to have an in-house technical team at your house all the time, and um, which nobody really wants to do that. And you really do need to understand how the camera works, the lighting, the mic. It's mm. it's all really it's important. Worth, it's worth really investing to get it right. Yeah. It makes such a difference. It is absolutely brilliant. And um, I'm going to ask one last question. If somebody wants to book you as a speaker, or if they want to find out more about you, where should they go? Penny uh, PennyMallory.co.uk and um yeah there's a there's a contact form just and there's hopefully everything you would need to know but you can call me you can email me and you can get in touch with the contact form excellent penny thank you so much again for your time today i really really appreciate it no problem tom 